Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talk Talks. I am your host, Andrew Kistner, to uh, the Oxford Center Talks podcast. And today I have an awesome guest. Uh, her name is Shelby Tribe. Uh, I just learned her maiden name, which I might get into, uh, which is funny. Um, and she is a pediatric nurse practitioner at the Oxford Center. And she's worked here for, for several months. And um, we're getting to know her very well and uh, what makes her different and, and awesome in all kinds of different ways. So I wanted to invite her on um, to the podcast and kind of talk to her so that everyone can kind of get to know her, what she does, what she believes in, um, and kind of go from there. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so the first <laughs> question I have is, you're a nurse practitioner. Yeah. Why did you decide to go into pediatrics? Because that's really your, your focus is yes. pediatrics. Um, so before I even became a nurse, I was a nanny, and that's how I... That was my first high school job and through college. And I just, I loved kids. It was good money. It was under the table right. too. Yes, of <laughs> so, course. Um, I was like, gosh, yes. And, and then my mom, uh, she talked with me of like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And, you know, in high school and you took the SAT. And I was like, I want to do something with, with kids that makes good money and right. is a it's good a, That is yeah. important whether you like it or not. So she's like nursing. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So, um, through like rotations in nursing school, you get you have to do everything, and I definitely knew the things I didn't want to do. And then my pediatrician. <laughs> okay, hold on, pause. <laughs> what were some of those? Like long-term care facilities. Yeah, not that's a fan. Tough. Um, when I would go into um, like adult uh, hospitals, I yeah. would be like, "Hi, I'm Shelby," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm talking like <laughs> I'm talking for the kids. Like I can't I can't do this." So I knew I wanted to go into peds. So finished yeah. nursing school. Um, I head off to Seattle to work at Children's Hospital, and I did a residency there okay. on a primary care pediatric floor, cool. which was awesome. Um, so that was I had my first nurse job, and then I came back, missed home, yeah. and worked at U of M at Mott Children's. Okay. And so I... It, the, um, we've gone to the one in um, Troy. Oh, okay. No, this Different is Ann Arbor. There's a yeah. bunch of them. Yes, there is. Yes. So I was in Ann Arbor. Um, and I love that, but I was working nights and my body is like, no, you cannot do nights. But that's <laughs> nursing though. I remember when Emily, start. Emily uh, got hurt, like she was for a couple of years. Yeah. That's where you go. You start you off at nights, start. you work your way up yes. and we'll maybe think about it some days. Yes. And usually it's the nursing school. You always hear like, oh, you got to start with, with adults and then you can make your way. And I was like, no, I can't. I, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get to peds just after I graduate. So I did. <laughs> And it was awesome. Um, and then after I worked at Mott's and, and got off nights, that's when I started um, NP school. So I, I knew I didn't just want to be a floor nurse forever. I um, knew I wanted to be with kids. So I was like, I want to do primary care pediatrics yeah. with my nurse practitioner degree. So I went to school and then I was um, working uh, phone triage. And that's when COVID hit. So oh. I was doing phone triage through University of Michigan. and. Uh, and that was fun, and it was really good with school, but I missed my interaction with yeah. patients. So, um, yeah, definitely nannying was my big inspiration for pediatrics, and I could never, I always ask myself, I'm like, because I am pretty, pretty specialized of primary yeah. care yes. pediatrics, I'm like, should I go on to something else? And I'm like, no, I can't. You love it. <laughs> Peds for life, That's yes. good. Um, I actually thought about being, um, when I was younger, um, like junior high, mm -hmm. high school, my early high school, I wanted to be a pediatric doctor. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, my mom talked me out of that, luckily. <laughs> um, not because, I mean, I love kids. Yes, um, yeah, your personality. Especially after I, I had a kid. I just, yep. <laughs> and I probably am a kid more than I'm an adult. 
Um, but uh, it was the schooling. I hated school. School was not yeah. for me at all. Yeah. I, I loathed going to school. Um, I, it's and, a lot. and my mom knew that. <laughs> like, I hey, hated Drew. studying. I hated everything about it. Um, and, and she said, she sat me down and she said, I know you want to do this. I, you can't do this. <laughs> well, like, what do you mean? You're supposed else. to be my, my mom. You're supposed to be, you know, no, you can do, you can do anything you said. Right, she goes, right. no, you can't do it. You need to <laughs> like stop this yeah. right now. And it's like, why? And she said, Andrew, you hate school. And she goes, do you even realize to become a pediatric doctor what it's going to right. take? And I said, that makes sense. <laughs> That's me. Then I Thanks, moved on, mom. I think, to, a, to attorney. And she goes, stop it. Stop <laughs> Going to business, going to marketing. Yes. You'll, you'll do it, at least. Uh, you'll finish, you know. Uh, whereas I, she didn't see me finishing <laughs> any schooling. So, uh, but yeah, that was, um, it, it's, a, it's a huge accomplishment to become a nurse practitioner. Take things to that next level. Um, yes. And so why did you choose uh, the Oxford Center? So I've always, so driving by in the butterfly sign, yes. I was like, oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> And I was like, I need to like look this place up. And um, and I did it for a while and then I got busy and I, I did work out or work at another pediatric office, just a standard pediatric office, um, which was great to as a new nurse practitioner to yeah. get my foundation because um, I was really nervous of hearing stories of my colleagues of like, oh yeah, when you're an MP, you'll just get thrown into an urgent care or whatever and have 80 patients. And I'm like, I don't want that. No. Like I want to have a good foundation starting right. out. And I did, and it was a lot slower paced, and it was really nice. Um, but I think definitely, I've always, um, for my health and my family's health, even before I had my daughter, um, been more natural and holistic and not like believing everything that right. the government and Big Pharma says and always questioning and looking up studies. So um, I've always been driven that way. Yeah. And then having my daughter, I just looked up everything. I mean, gosh, my baby registry. I was like, I perfected it to a T of every little single thing that I wanted, you know, research ingredients and best for everything. Um, and so with her, I'm like, yeah, like I, <laughs> I don't want to take her right. to a primary office where I don't believe in the things that right. I'm having to do. And I think um, loved the practice I was at, but my own, you know, my license is on the line and I just didn't believe in, you know, yeah, right. everything and, and vaccine, vaccinating kids that I'm not vaccinating my daughter, you know, right. and it was just, it was hard. So, you wanted somebody to kind of put the choices in your hands with yes. your kids. Yes. That makes yeah. sense. Well, <laughs> yeah. you're a good fit. You're yes. a good fit for the Oxford Center for sure. And I think another thing I just thought of, of being in pediatrics is like, you create and you give care by like using imagination and telling stories and it's it's usually so fun you know yeah. and that's <laughs> that's awesome about kids i absolutely love doing that yeah. and playing games to do you know check their vitals or you know and right. and knowing that um i've been in offices where it's like every kid is like treated the same like okay this is your milestone chart and oh you're not checked on that let's refer you and it's like right. every kid is different and needs a different life plan of, right. as they get older so yeah here this is where we can do it <laughs> right and I, I like how fun you are um, and i think kids will remember you um, i remember my original pediatrician okay um it was dr uh, I don't even know his full name. We called him Dr. Buzz. It was like Buzz, oh, Buzzinski cool. or Buzzinski. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Dr. Buzz, because he would do magic tricks. 
That's cool. Um, that's why I remember him. Um, and I only remember my next one, which was the bulk of my life, uh -huh. um, because he was also Grace's when we were lived in Toledo. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it was, was kind of cool. Um, but in general, that's what I remember him for. He was fun, and, yep. and he helped me. Uh, he didn't feel like going to the doctor. We're just going to go see Dr. Buzz, yep. you know? And <laughs> it was an, I knew I was going to have fun. Yes. Um, and I think, I think that's, yes, that's you need hugely that. important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I know we were talking a little bit um, before um, about some of your passions or things that are really important to mm -hmm. you. And I know one of them, because I saw a massive box <laughs> on your desk of baby formula. Yes. So talk to me about your baby formula journey. Yes. So, um, Definitely, and I'm very blessed that I'm still breastfeeding my daughter. Yep. Um, but I already like researched the formula, um, Kendamil, that okay. I wanted to go with. I even like bought a bag or a bag, a box of it, like bring to the hospital in case yeah. I needed a supplement. And I knew I wanted to have her on that. Which um, supplements happen? That happened. Yes, I remember right. when we were raising Gracie. You know, mm -hmm. at some point we're like, okay, we're we're not producing enough, whatever the case may be, yes, right. outside of our control, we have to supplement with baby formula. So yes. it's, it's very Nothing's wrong. Common. You know, your baby's going to eat. My thing is, why do you feed them bad? You know, why feed them bad formula when there's right. really good formulas on the line? And I think also it, it upset me that I was getting like free sample coupons from um, my insurance and it was only Similac and Infamil. And I know, you know, a couple of my friends are on formula and it's Similac or Empamil. And I'm just sad. I'm like, look at the ingredients in these. Right. Um, it's, you know, palm oil and um, nonfat milk instead of whole milk, which babies need for their brain development. Right. And just the ingredients are just like, oh, goodness. So I went and I was researching and I actually spoke with a rep from Kendamil and she explained um, the different formulas. Um, so there's like the Kendamil infant, just the standard one. Yeah. There's an organic one. There's a goat's milk one and then a toddler one. Why would they have different and milks? So sensitivities, just oh, like okay. with Enfamil, there's sense. like the different, um, and Enfamil tends to use like the big triggers of like spitting up or gassy or all these trigger words that parents are like, oh, that's what my child's doing. And you put them on that when it's like, mm, there's other formulas out there that are so right. much better and the proteins are broken down or goat's milk is really good. It's a different, um, I guess like simple, a different formula that is for sensitive tummies that right. babies can have that has really good, um, no palm oil, which is a big additive that right. a lot of the mainstream, um, I think it's honestly like the top three ingredient or corn syrup oil is like the oh top goodness. three ingredient of like some of the mainstream formulas. So it's a really good for, I just think parents are not educated enough right. or the price, which I just looked up that the price per ounce um, versus the regular Kendamil infant formula to the Enfamil um, NeuroPro, which is like the standard one. Right. Um, Kendamil is like 20 cents cheaper per ounce. Holy cow. It's cheaper. I've like, never heard of Kendamil. <laughs> Speaking of Kendamil, if Kendamil wants to be a sponsor, <laughs> yes. now that I'm thinking about it. It's Anyways, a, yes. Um, I've, never, I've not heard of them, and I don't remember. It's been six years, seven yes. years since we had you know to do any formula stuff. I remember having a focus of only wanted to find something. But I assume we probably still use something from Costco. Where, where mm -hmm. would people find? I've never heard so of it. So Target sells. Oh, okay. They just actually now are selling. Um, I think the top. They're selling their uh, the infant, the organic, the toddler, and the goat's milk. They're selling it all at Target. Um, and I know the gal that I spoke. She's trying to sell. Um, I think she said Walmart or different places. Okay. Obviously, you can do it online on their website. Oh, okay. Um, it's an Irish formula. 
Um, but yes, Target definitely. Okay. But the price point is not. not that <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Interesting. Especially for just the standard, which is really good formula. And then also um, toddler formulas, which normally, like some of my parents will be like, oh, does my toddler need to be on formula? And usually, no, they don't. But if they're failure to thrive or really picky eaters, oh, okay. um, then sometimes, yeah, we say, yeah, be on a, you know, a toddler formula. Um, parents probably know PediaSure. There's commercials for it. But you look at the ingredients and it's filled with so many preservatives and just junk that kids right. don't need that I always say, you know, to parents before I even found the Kendamel toddler formula, I'm like, let's make your own milkshakes or whatever. Oh, and, you know, with whole ingredients that, you know, you can sneak some spinach in there and whatnot um, instead of the, you know, the quick PediaSure, which right. just has a bunch of junk and it's expensive right. too. So right. this toddler formula, you could, parents could sprinkle that in and make a milkshake. Yeah. Um, so that's another option that yeah. parents can do. That's really cool. I remember, I think we had to supplement is Grace wouldn't sleep through the night okay, because yeah. she, she was hungry all the time. <laughs> oh uh, she just wanted, she loved food, still loves food. Yes. Um, and uh, from that baby to toddler stage mm -hmm. was difficult for us <laughs> uh, because you got one minute mm -hmm. um, when she notified you she was hungry. She, she would eat her hand. She'd go, <laughs> and when she would do that, you had one minute before she lost her yes. mind. Um, and so I, I remember we would do the cereal. Uh -huh. um, so yep. you put cereal in her bottle at, at mm -hmm. first. So this is More that transitionary. Filling. Yes. You know, um, that, really, that really helped us out. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sure. My daughter is the same way. And I don't know if it's because she's breastfed or what, but it's like her patience for when she is hungry to yeah. hangry is, yeah, a couple yeah. seconds. She says she wants it now. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they don't understand the whole patience. Wait, they, they haven't developed those skills yet? Nothing. We'll get them, no. but yes. not yet. So. <laughs> Okay, so that's really cool. What was the name of it again? Kendamel. 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 Yes. All right. Um, yep. Maybe we'll see if Carter can put a link in the, in the bottom that to the website, awesome. so people can research. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. The thing I like about you specifically is that you've done a lot of the research that these parents should do. Right. For them. Yes. You know, yep. uh, and, and it's it. something that you've gone outside the box. You've independently gone through and said, "Hey, I want to research the best yeah. for this, the best for that." why I'm going to do this, why I'm not going to do this. Yes. Um, and I think that I that's it. <laughs> it very, very important. And we have samples, so. Oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> yes, so. we have lots of samples, yes. That's good. Mm -hmm. So what other things um, can you tell me about yourself that make, maybe makes you a little different than your standard go to your pediatrician mm -hmm. at your local doctor's office? Yeah. I mean, so, yes, ultimately there is milestones because um, as babies get older, I mean, that's the main thing we're kind of right. tracking. Um, and yes, there's, there is certainly, um, you know, health concerns we're looking out for and, and everything, but I like to really respect and listen to the parents of not, this is what you need to do. You know, here's your list, you know, it's more right. like, okay, this is, um, you know, this is your life. This is, you know, you have other kids involved or, you know, maybe your husband just lost a job. You know, I want to make things, um, best for the family and work around, you right. know, what's best for your child, whether it's, yeah. Um, medications or formulas or if we're talking about baby led weaning or I mean I want to just be um, like a full patient-centered care approach right. with the families which I think being a pediatric nurse you really know um, and you're always I was always taught you know it's not just the patient you came for it's the family Makes sense. and the parents 100 percent right. um, I love dealing with parents. Some of my nurse friends that are like, how did you go into peds dealing with the parents? I love it. I think it's great. Um, 
I'm probably one of those parents that's really picky and everything. So I respect parents right. that are like that. They should be like that. That's their child. So right. um, I think that definitely sets me apart. Um, and just, yeah, listening to, to, to parents, you know, moms know best. If they, they do. heard something, you know, their kid with, with a cold and they, they heard something, uh, I 100% believe them. And I believe right. everything. I mean, they, they know their intuition. Being a first-time mom, like I totally get that now. It's kind of... Um, you know, going through school, you're you're pre you're taught a certain way, but being a parent, um, and and unfortunately, it's, you've taught the knowledge, but now you've gained the understanding. Yes, yes, it's not just like okay, this is what I learned in the book. This is what this parent should do. It's like, okay, this is what I learned, but really, it doesn't really work. Like as a parent, I've tried it, so let's do something different because I know firsthand now. Right. And every kid's different. Yes, every, every kid. Different. Yes, yep. That makes, that makes perfect sense. Another thing I like about the situation. Um, you know, with you is I feel as though you're going to take an in-depth interest in, in these mm -hmm. kids and their families. Yeah, um, I love that. Whereas, <laughs> I don't know, um, not that it, we didn't have necessarily any qualms with our experience with pediatricians, you mm -hmm. know, when Grace was growing up. But as you describe this, it's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, we missed a milestone. They said, okay, just we'll give you a referral to, to PT. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they referred us to a PT that was 45 minutes away and mm -hmm. it did not go well. Um, and we ended up not, like at nine months, yeah. Grace missed, she was head lag, and um, at mm -hmm. six months, she stopped making progress. Mm -hmm. She just stopped. Stopped growing, stopped, yeah. all the milestones shut off, um, and they just referred us, to, oh, just go to PT. Yeah. Um, and I think they maybe run, <laughs> ran a urine sample or something. Yeah, you know, right. No big deal, it's fine. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't fine. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not that it would have made a difference necessarily if, if we did find out, because we necessarily didn't. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they just referred us, and yeah. we didn't like that, and it was awful. There mm -hmm. was no work; they didn't work with us at all, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and we stopped going to PT, and then finally, yeah. twelve months, she still had made no progress, and yeah. we found another place that was awful too. But um, <laughs> no. it's not from their perspective. Yeah, it's Grace did not want to do PT um, <laughs> at all. Yeah, and it really wasn't until um, we got her into aquatic therapy, something oh, cool. she loved. Yes, um, yep. that PT kind of took off for us, and then okay. shortly after that, we found the Ashford Center. They taught her to walk. So, awesome. Yes. Uh, which was our She's goal. adorable. I see her in the halls. Awesome. I think also, like, and when I refer to the, the ages and stages milestone, yeah. it's um, it's been around forever of, you know, two, four, six months, your baby comes in, and it's a questionnaire parents fill out, as you know, of yeah. can they, you know, can they crawl? Can they roll over? Can they pick up blocks? And um, I've come into a lot of parents um, will check off boxes they haven't even tried with their kid. Um, so it's like, okay, you can't score that. And then sending them home, you know, a lot of the times I, I love educating. So yeah. I will look up um, different activities, which a lot of the times as a mom, I found on uh, Pinterest of sensory activities, okay. different things of, okay, like this is, I don't word it like, this is what your child should be doing right now. I said, right. you know, these are some things that they should, they could probably do and that they'll like and that the, that you'll love to see them do. And then in the next, you know, couple months until we see you next, try these activities. I'll get handouts. Right. It's not just like, all right, yep, you know, they're not doing this. Okay, we'll work on that at home, you know, bye. It's, right. It, and I think parents light up and they love that. Um, and I think they also like getting a takeaway, like a physical takeaway of like, okay, these right. are, you know, cool. These are activities that we can try with, my baby this is awesome um kind of like fun homework i guess I love um it. yeah so i really like I, it's it makes it more i think enjoyable and like tells parents like what to expect right. um like newborn visits are my favorite too <laughs> and first time dads oh my gosh 
bless their souls. I know. I, we're, we're a different breed. <laughs> we're all the same, You guys are though. the best. <laughs> the best. And so just educating and um, instead of wording like, okay, what questions you have? Because a lot of times you don't know what we to ask. We don't even know yeah. that. Yeah. I'll, I don't know. I I'll just kind of, yeah, just kind of go through like, okay, let's start, you know, how's feeding going? How are we doing this? And like, and the mom too, you know, it's, it's so important. Like, how's, how are you doing? How's the mom doing? How are you right. coping? Do you need everything? You know, do you have everything you have? So, oh, I, I could just educate for like a whole day, just have a whole day appointment and we for, can just talk dads. about everything. Yes. <laughs> I love it. We do need help. There's a reason God God designed it so that women have kids. Uh, 100%. Uh, we have a lot less kids in this world. We're just not built for it. God didn't give us but the it, blessings that he great. gave our wonderful lives. Um, but uh, I remember the first, uh, we were in the hospital. And, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, I love being a dad. And yeah. I didn't like kids before. I mean, I enjoyed kids, but like babies. <laughs> yeah. I'd have friends, I hate you know baby. No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I don't hold your baby. Yep. Um, but when I had a baby, yes. I don't know. It, my, I changed. Um, now I'm like, there's a baby. Can I hold I wonder if I can hold that baby. That's my husband. I was love babies. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I love to hold and, and to, to, to be with kids. It's it just, it's it's fun. And um, it, uh, so I remember we were in the hospital and I'm like, I love this. This is yeah. great. You know, she's in this little thing. Yes. Emily's sleeping. I'm like, I'm going to change this diaper, you know? And I dove right in. It didn't bother me a bit. <laughs> And, and uh, I, I changed the diaper, put it on. Emily's like, this is backwards. <laughs> I'm like, all right. There's a couple all things right, that need to polish. bump, up. yeah. You know, but we'll get it. So, yeah, I think that that's pretty cool. Um, now, do you prefer, um, how do you prefer to kind of run your appointments? So somebody says, hey, um, I'm interested in, um, you know, you being our primary care for pediatrics, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. What's this, how does that work? What's the steps? Um, like, like when to come in and everything or no, more like they're going to call here and just schedule an appointment oh. with you, I assume. Yes. So it's yep. pretty simple. Yes. Very um, simple. Whole family can come in. We can talk <laughs> the more the merrier. Um, and yeah, we have like hour long initial visit of, I mean, usually for your well child visits, yeah. I like to keep them long. Yeah. Um, cause there's a lot of ground to cover. There is. So, um, yeah, initial visit, but you can, you know, call anytime and then we can just kind of set up typically, um, you know, for early on you have your newborn visit and then we maybe like to do a weight check um, and then two, four, six months okay. um, and then they kind of gradually get spaced out. But yeah. um, no, you can come in whenever if you're, you know, you just saw your pediatrician and you want to switch over next, I mean, anytime. Okay. I am here. <laughs> awesome. And um, obviously insurance covered, mm -hmm. I assume. Okay. Yes. Yep. That, that's very good. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, so they can just call the Oxford Center, get all that information, get scheduled with you, uh, mm -hmm. and it's pretty simple, just like a normal doctor. And then come in, obviously, they can call when they're sick, and you can fit them in um, uh, for sick children, I assume. Oh, yes, yes, acute visits, yes. And um, speaking of that, and kind of going back to, like, the more holistic, natural side, yeah. um, I always, you know, in school, it's always like, oh yeah, Tylenol, Motrin, Tylenol, Motrin. Right. Well, with kids, a lot of times you don't want to do that. A, I won't even get started, just the ingredients and right. you're masking symptoms that, you know, especially with babies, like, oh, they're fussy, give them Tylenol. Okay, well, what if they had something going on that you're masking? Right. Um, so a lot of education with that and the acute visits, um, 
there's different things, which yes, you know, traditional or modern medicine, there's a time and place, 100%. Sure. Kidneys, antibiotics, yes. Um, but there's also um, different other remedies. Like I have a really good like cold cough syrup um, that I like to make and, and tell parents. So there's, you know, in conjunction, I think it's super important. Yeah. Um, my daughter, she's six months and she's starting to teethe and actually Nicole, told me about this teething tea that I, I made, and she's like, you need to tell your patients about this because my daughter really likes it. Is and it I tea? Give it to her. Like a, and I a drink teething tea. tea? Yes, yep, it's on catnip and cloves. And it's not the catnip for your cat. Don't okay, you know, shake right. out like, their oh, cat we got, toy. We got this at home. <laughs> yes. Where's the cat toy? Is that honey? <laughs> um, no. So it's, it's different, but you let it steep, and then um, I just keep it in a jar. Uh, okay. It lasts like two to three days, um, and then for little ones that are less than 12 months, you don't want to flavor with honey. So I add a little bit of maple syrup. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, to sweeten it up a little bit, but I give her like two to three mLs um, at night. She likes it warm. She's very particular, my yeah. daughter. But um, <laughs> and it's very helpful because a lot of the teething um, ointments um, they used to have like benzocaine, which would actually cut off blood supply to kids' mouths. Like back when I think it was Origel, I it would that good feeling. My mom right. used to put it on my mouth. <laughs> Well, they don't, yeah, that's not good anymore. No, so, well, before that, it was like <laughs> rub some whiskey on their gums. Yes, so, I mean, yes. we've come a long way. We have, we have. So um, different different alternative remedies in conjunction, I think, is super important, and it's it's really exciting. So I definitely would yeah. love to talk to my parents about those I, things. This so. is blowing my mind here, <laughs> um, especially the catnip. Um, so it's something different. That's good. Yes. Um, yeah, Grace teeth at like four months. Oh. She was cutting teeth at four months. These uh, poor babies. She... she <laughs> Trouble sitting up on her own, but teeth she oh, mastered like oh, out of the park. Good. Um, and yeah, even her her grown up teeth have, have come in <laughs> way ahead it's, of schedule. So it's rough. Like it is. I yeah. think thankfully we don't remember it really. Right. Like cutting our teeth. Oh yeah. yeah, these poor babies. And I think um, <laughs> I like that perspective because like town all motor. Which do you want? Which do you want to hurt? Your stomach or your liver? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's give this to a, or you know the added dyes and the to extra a 10 sugar pound, 20 pound kid. Yeah, you know yes. it's not. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Emily has become quite crunchy. Do you yes. know that term? Are you yes. That? Okay. I love that. <laughs> crunchy mom. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's number one. It's worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yes, we're it's, not just making it up. No. No. Hundred percent. Um, and it's it's not like we we didn't want to give you know Tylenol or Motrin because of tons of reasons, and we tried something that didn't work or work as well. Right. No, we didn't want to give Tylenol Motrin, and we found something that worked mm -hmm. just as well or better. Yep. Um, that is doesn't have all the crap and isn't yes. hurting any things, and so I think that's important. Well, hey, I really enjoyed talking to you, getting to know you a little yes, bit. Yes, I know we've awesome. got your husband and your daughter coming in a little bit later. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> excited about that. So, um, so if you want to reach out to Shelby uh, Tribe, it, you can just call the Ashford Center at two four eight four eight six three six three six. And you can schedule an appointment for your kiddos and your family. Um, the Oxford Center is awesome because we can take you from pediatrics to geriatrics. So yes. um, we've got awesome providers. Like we have a really good team. It is. We um, really click. Yes. Like and they're all in the same <laughs> office. And you go in there, they're just meeting of the minds. <laughs> and uh, it's great. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Talk Talks. Um, we usually air every Thursday. You know where to find us. Please like and subscribe and share. It'd be great if you shared the YouTube videos on social media, that would really help us out. And hopefully we can get, what's the formula name? Kendamil. Kendamil to reach out to us. <laughs> We're big Kendamil fans. So, anyway. um, so thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.